we know you can't get enough of your favorite flavors. Luckily, Kroger Free Pickup makes it easy to grab what you need without any surprise fees. Whether it's extra buns for the barbecue or those chips you just can't quit, start your cart with the Kroger app. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply, subject to availability. It's the big $10 sale, so mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome to Mission Evolution Radio Show with Gwilda Wiaka, bringing together today's leading experts to uncover ever-deepening spiritual truths and the latest scientific developments in support of the evolution of humankind. For more information on Mission Evolution Radio with Gwilda Wiaka, visit www.missionevolution.org. And now, here's the host of Mission Evolution, Miss Gwilda Wiaka. Welcome, my fellow visionaries, and thank you for joining me, Gwilda Wiecka, on another exciting adventure exploring evolutionary solutions to today's problems. You're listening to Mission Evolution Radio Show, where we share innovative thoughts and information with today's leading esoteric and scientific experts, supporting the co-creation of a better tomorrow. You, my treasured listeners, are a very important part of this discussion, 
email info at missionevolution.org with any comments or questions. We'll address them on the very next show. So grab your pad and pen, take notes, sit back, and enjoy. This hour will address the environmental and health care crisis, irrevocably broken. Health and environment are among the most dire crises we face today. Not surprisingly, they're interrelated, interwoven to the point that it's difficult to see where one ends and the other begins. As humans, we fouled our nest, the earth, until, predictably, we've poisoned ourselves in the process. Not only are ecosystems, but just when we need it the most, healthcare systems are rapidly failing. Clearly, our current approach to both is unsustainable. Can we turn this around, or has it gone too far to be corrected? Irrevocably broken. What will it take to clean up and protect the planet and our health? How can we as individuals become part of the solution rather than part of the problem? With us this hour to ponder these very pressing problems is J.T. Maticus. J.T. is an American entrepreneur, educator, author, and producer. Through his books, films, and business, he advocates modern solutions to the problems facing our world, particularly in the field of healthcare, education, and sustainability. His website, nosecondchances.com. That's no, numeral two, N-D, chances.com. JT, on behalf of our listeners and myself, thanks for joining us on Mission Evolution. Thanks, Guido. So what's your educational background? Oh, boy. I, I went to Pepperdine University, studied business, went to the sales force, uh, did some sales. And uh, my last gig was selling pharmaceutical drugs. And the doctors that I was selling to wanted me to be more than just this salesman that knew a lot of medicine, at least at least the medicine that was in my bag. So they encouraged me to go into the medical school and, and hopefully into the medical field. And so I studied medicine for five years. The European uh, uh, education system is usually a six-year program. And I didn't quite finish because I got married and had kids and I put it on hold. Uh, and I started teaching medicine on Facebook, uh, sorry, on YouTube as Future Doc House uh, and uh, DOC House, a nod to House MD, as well as starting to write. Um, I wrote questions uh, and scenarios for students to practice their medical knowledge, which actually ended up turning into a question bank. Uh, it's called QPI, Q-U-P-I.com. Uh, this question bank has over 10,000 medical questions to help medical students pa- uh, practice their medical knowledge. Fantastic. From- so how did, how, did you become, how did you become interested in healthcare and sustainability challenges? Uh, excuse me, hello? I said, how did you become interested in healthcare and sustainability challenges? Uh, well, the more and more I study medicine, uh, the more and more I found out that there was there was people, um, there was just nine of doctors, um, I, I, even in my own personal life. Uh, the wait time to see a specialist is three months. Um, and uh, it's six months in my, in my world. Oh boy! Um, for, for for the regular provider. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not sustainable, you know. And yeah. I always uh, I always well, I'm I'm not dying, but I always say, well, what if I had something life and death, but I didn't know because I couldn't see a doctor for three months. You know, that's, you know, it didn't used to it didn't used to be that way. I, of course, I don't 
I'm pretty healthy, so I don't go uh, to a doctor all that often. Mm -hmm. um, so when I do, the differences are really standing out. And the doctors now seem extremely stressed out. You can't see them for, like we were just talking, six months just for my, my, my normal practitioner. And um, I'm sent to the hospital with something that doesn't need hospital care or I suffer for six months. What happened? Uh, I think what happened was the insurance companies became for-profit. Uh, they used to be non-profit, and a pool of money, the point of insurance is a pool of money gets collected uh, in case, God forbid, one of the uh, persons that are pulling the money into this fund gets sick. And it, it became for-profit, so now we're paying exorbitant amount of monies to big CEOs to cut costs, to reduce costs, to find ways to increase premiums, and and pay out less, which is uh, a big, big Shame because, for example, I just had eye surgery on my eyes. It's uh, it's to correct strabismus, which is a lazy lazy eye, uh, and to correct my double vision. And the eye drops, which is no, it's not even anything different than Neosporin, but in an eye drop form, was a hundred and fifty eight dollars, with insurance, of course, with insurance. That's the copay, right? That's that's yeah that's the copay they pay fifty dollars and I pay a hundred and fifty eight dollars and the cash price is two hundred some dollars and and this is neosporin this is antibiotic a cream you know uh, in an eye drop form it's just it's um, it's in, I think it's embarrassing I you know we are one of the uh, the United States is one of the most uh, powerful countries in the world with great medical and scientific advancements and yet we're charging our citizens. A god awful amount for something that was created 30, 40 years ago. Right, you know? right. It's, it's, it's sad that, you know, the, that it became a, a money industry versus a healthcare industry. But, you know, within that, medical doctors are not faring so well. I, I understand depression and suicide has gone up in medical professionals drastically in recent years. What's going on with that? Yeah, last year I, I gave a, a little uh, a talk about that, that, um, you know, to to let my colleagues know, if you are 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 suicidal and if you are depressed, you know, seek help because it is unfortunately true. Uh, the the doctors, the medical professionals, they have to always put on a brave face. They always have to face life and death and make these decisions. And you can't save them all, you know. And and uh, over time, it gets to you. And also, you're overworked, stressed, uh, in in some cases, even underpaid. Um, you've sacrificed a lot. You may have sacrificed relationships to become a doctor or to be a doctor even. Um, and that's um, and that's what we're facing. And that's not fair. That's not fair for for many of the my, of my colleagues. Um, right. You know, I, uh, I'm a preceptor for the University of Colorado School of Medicine and I teach doc. You know, I teach docs, young docs all the time. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed when they first go into school, they are just these beautiful altruistic people. But then by the time the system gets a hold of them, it just chews them up and spits them out now. And it didn't used to be that bad. No, no, they become jaded, unfortunately. Well, not all of them, not all of them, but a lot of them do, unfortunately. They become jaded. Um, they... And it's, it's always the regrets. You've sacrificed eight years of your life in the American system, six years of your life in the European system. Um, with the full intention of caring for people, taking care of people, providing a service, and, and the rewards aren't there. And you find that out maybe a bit too late when you've already gone through all the stages. 
It's, it's, again, it still seems worse than it used to be in that. Um, I went into my doctor and he comes back to me and says, well, I'm going to get a hold of your insurance company and see the, what they'll let me do for you. Uh, when did this insurance company start calling medical shots? You know, that that's not right. It, it's not. And it's because um, they control the money. You know, it's the old golden rule. You know, you have the gold, you make the rules. And they control the gold. They control the premiums that we've paid to them we've given them that control and that's and and doctors you know they do their best to advocate for their patients you know if uh if the insurance company only approves say a 40 year old drug called chemotherapy and not the latest and greatest and most effective treatment for say cancer that costs a hundred and fifty thousand dollars uh, a dose well, they're going to go for the cheap $10,000 dose chemotherapy and see if that works. Do you think all this, do you think all this advocating um, that the doctors are having to do now is part of the depression that they're facing? Yes, because they, they have all the, the knowledge uh, when it comes to, say, their specialty. They know that chemotherapy is only 40% successful, and they know that this new and wonderful drug you know, and it's also part of the pharmaceutical industry's fault as well, you know, that this wonderful drug is, say, 80% successful, but it's going to cost $150,000. Now it goes to the insurance company. The insurance company has a pool of money, right, after they pay all the salaries and wages of the top CEOs that are running the show, you know, $40 million salaries, for example, that they have the rest of this money that go to the benefit of the patients. Now they have to reduce and cut costs because if they have, say, $200,000, well, if they burn one dose of, uh, uh, of you know, cancer treatment at $150,000, now they only have, well, you know, $100,000 left. Mm -hmm. So that's what they're doing. They're making this, you know, life and death decisions. Uh, based and not on the, money. And, yeah, based on money and, and not on... What the doctor says is is what is needed. Well, we're going to need to take a commercial break, but on the other side of this, I'd like to get deeper into this issue and what can we as individuals do about it. So, JT and I will return shortly. You don't go away. You're listening to the Mission Evolution Radio Show, coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Stay right there. Patty Conklin grew up in Brooktondale, New York, with a unique ability. Unlike others, she could see how the vibration of words and emotions affected the physical body. She discovered how to release stored emotion and facilitate healing. This began today's Conklin method of cellular cleansing. The private practice grew with tremendous results, as did her reputation. More and more people sought her out, bringing her into the home for healing. She soon realized she could even teach this to others, and they could shift perception and thus prevent illness from occurring. Patty Conklin quickly became a frequent keynote speaker, and she developed a curriculum for teaching the Conklin method of cellular cleansing. For more information, visit pattyconklin.com. 
P-A-T-T-I-C-O-N-K-L-I-N, pattyconklin.com, or call 404-474-0086. That's 404-474-0086. Mission Evolution is dedicated to the well-being of the planet and animals, as well as the evolution of humankind. One major factor threatening all three is increasing toxicity. Heavy metals and other environmental toxins are poisoning our bodies, deteriorating our brains, blocking our spiritual connection, and shortening our lives. Yet these poisons are extremely difficult to remove. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, and I recently became aware of a product created from the marriage of nature and nanotechnology called Vitality. Is formulated from zoolite, whose crystalline structure binds toxins, gently carrying them out of the body. The light is only as clear as the window through which it shines. Clear your body, shine your light into the world. Visit VitalityHappens.com for a 20% discount. Enter code PATHHOME. Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Again, this is the Mission Evolution Radio Show, missionevolution.org. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. We really value your opinion, dear listeners. Email me at info at missionevolution.org and give me your thoughts or questions so we can share them on the next show. This in from a listener regarding the episode entitled Evolution of School Systems. LC states, I liked many of the guests' thoughts on improving the culture of schools However, it may look good on paper, but isn't it a huge undertaking that would cost a lot of time and money? How practical is his protocol? Elsie, thanks so much for sharing your concerns. Dr. Bulak did indeed offer many viable techniques, but at the end of the episode, he and I agreed while many improvements can be made, ultimately, violence in schools is a cultural problem, not a scholastic one. Curious listeners? Visit our archives at missionevolution.org to hear the evolution of school systems and send us your take on it. With us this hour discussing the environmental and healthcare crisis is J.T. Maticus. His website, nosecondchances.com. That's no, numeral two, N-D, chances.com. JT, we were just getting into, um, you know, we're, we're kind of in a, in a mess here. There's, there's not really any great answers. We can't get the health care that we need because it's, the decisions are being made uh, monetarily versus the well-being of the individual. However, I'm really big into personal empowerment. If we sit around waiting for the system to change, we're going to be waiting a long time. What can we as individuals do to start turning this around? 
I, I think we should uh, <laughs> we should burn insurance companies down. Insurance, <laughs> insurance companies used to be for not, uh, not for profit. Let's create our own not for profit and make that insurance company the most powerful insurance company in all of America, and give them the money to do the right thing, to do the right job, and not the money not money for profits to that goes to the CEO or to the bottom line. That's that's what we need to do as citizens. Another thing that I'm trying to do as a medical activist is create a platform, uh, an educational platform to make education of uh, medical students much cheaper, much more affordable. You know, you think about most of these, most of these medical students are, are, so, are drowning in debt. Let's, let's not care ourselves. They're drowning in debt after eight years in the American system and six years in the Europe, European system. They're drowning in debt, in, in medical school debt. So medicine is theoretical and, of course, practical. The theoretical general knowledge part should not be expensive. We have Wikipedia. We have Google. We have the Internet. We have- yes, but the Internet um, is not regulated enough to be reliable. You know, you do, sometimes you read something and it's true, and sometimes you read something as somebody's great idea. That's not necessarily true. How are you going to work around that? Well, you got to create platforms built, built by uh, medical professionals. For example, I've created QUPI, QUPI.com, which is a database of over 10,000 multiple-choice medical questions to help medical students pass their exams. And this is something that was, uh, I had a huge advisory board of doctors and uh, educators that helped uh, help me create this. And uh, it's a very useful tool and it's, it's cheap. You know, it's on the internet and it's verified, uh, verified information, verified questions that can help medical students practice their medical knowledge. So that's a start, okay? I cannot create a whole educational platform by myself. I'm one person, but I want to start the process so that, you know, by the time I uh, leave this world, my legacy will be hopefully reducing the cost of medical education through an online platform. Now, when I say reduce, is because on the at the end of the day, we still have dissection labs and microbiology and practical classes that you know you, you have to get hands on. You have to go to a physical location. You have to interview the patient. You have to, you know, uh, figure out their symptoms and diagnose the patient based off of say their symptoms or the lab results. And yes, that's the practical training. But if I can save half of the cost, because the first two years is theoretical and general knowledge, well, that's uh, that's half the burden that a lot of the medical students are undertaking. Do you, do you think you can uh, maintain the quality when they're um, self-studying online versus in the classroom? Yeah, because everything is standardized these days. We, we take standardized exams called the National Board of uh, National Board and NBME, National Board Medical Exams. And these National Board Medical Exams are kind of the uh, standardized testing to see if you do know the knowledge. All medical schools have this. All medical schools uh, make their medical students take this to prove, uh, well, for the students to prove their knowledge uh, in a standardized form. So I always said, well, if I'm going to have to prove it anyways, whether I learn it from books or the Internet or lectures, it's, it's immaterial. The point is that I learn the material and I prove it on these standardized exams. Does that make sense? So it does. So uh, how about the standardized exams? How, are those something you have to do in person to show that it's you doing it versus uh, somebody else? Yeah, it's a big business. Testing centers all around America 
uh, deliver this exams, as well as um, certified exam centers in universities deliver this exam. So when I was in university studies, I had to take these national board medical exams on, of course, certain subjects during the general knowledge period and on certain specialties, um, say pediatric or oncology or uh, whatnot, internal medicine um, in, in, the, in the later two years. Well, you know, uh, a little change of topic, but you say you've taken on the healthcare industry. What do you mean by that and whatever motivated you? Um, I, I just, I just, you know, I, I'm actually not as healthy as I look <laughs> or sound. Uh, I, I've been seeing doctors a lot. And so when I was younger, it was just easy breezy. You just go in, you pop in, you didn't even have to make an appointment sometimes and you pay a little copay you get treated and you're good to go. Even when you needed surgery, it was like, oh, I can get you in next week at the surgery center and you know, in a, a reasonable cost, you got your surgery. Now it's like, I do understand there's inflation and whatnot, cost of living, but uh, I do also know when I'm in a sense being cheated you know, or, or feel like I'm being cheated. And so that's what has happened over the course of my life. You know, I'm 37 years old. And so, and, and of course, I also went into the industry to help. You know, you don't you don't try to become a doctor without wanting to serve others. And uh, and the and the more and more I was in medical school, uh, unfortunately, yeah, maybe I became a bit jaded. But more importantly, I I, I always try to find solutions. And my solution was, I can be a doctor, um, and I, I still want to be. After uh, my kids get a little bit older, I can, I'll go back to medical school. But the point is, is that in the meantime. I should try to do things to make medical education fun again, bring the joy back to medical medical education in a sense. And in doing so, I created a YouTube channel, Future Doc House, DOC House. It's a, a nod to House MD, where I taught medicine and helped medical students <laughs> pass their exams. And they've they've thanked me uh, in, in messages uh, for helping them uh, through my lectures. They they passed their medical uh, exams and became doctors. That's one well, you know, way. Yeah, go on. You, you say the healthcare industry is broken. Would you please, please explain what you mean by that? It's broken because of um, the insurance premiums keep rising. The availability of care is keeps diminishing, um, and the the cost of treatments keep keep becoming more and more unaffordable. And so it's 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 broken. It wasn't always this way, like you said, and it shouldn't be this way. You know, we're, we are one of the most powerful countries in the world, and yet we are paying $158 for something that's $10. That, that doesn't make sense. A surgery that costs $3,000, even in, uh, 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 not, okay, how about this? A surgery that should cost $3,000 is being billed at $15,000. That's the truth. Let's not confuse. I got seven stitches on my finger because I accidentally cut it, and the bill came to five thousand dollars for the ER visit. Five thousand dollars for seven stitches. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 out of control for sure, and yet it it seems to be escalating rather than uh, backing off. As far as um, you know, it keeps getting worse. I guess is what I'm trying to say. But the you know. The corrections are going to take time. Again, I ask, what can we as individuals do to help what you're trying to do? And that looks to me like you're taking a two-prong approach. You're looking at educating um, 
cleaning up the educational programs mm -hmm. and uh, uh, shifting the way insurance is handled. How can the, the normal citizen help in that process? Uh, like I said, burn the insurance companies down. Go nonprofit. We need to find and create a nonprofit insurance company, medical insurance company, and, and give them the premiums. That's one. Give them the power. Once you give money to someone, you give them the power. That's one. The other one is government. Hmm. Yeah, well, that bad word. Yeah. <laughs> Education yeah. one is let's reduce the cost of educating these doctors, you know, whether it's loan forgiveness or grants or, uh, or just, you know, hey, stop charging medical students, you know, half a million dollars to become doctors, you know, let's charge them maybe a hundred thousand dollars to become doctors. And that's another one, you know, let's support our, our future doctors so that we do have health care in the future. We are, we are, we're suffering because of this doctor shortage. Uh, and then thirdly, just like I said, whether I get this knowledge through, through uh, different sources, I get the knowledge and we, we all have to take a standardized test. But unfortunately, we have to be blessed by an institution to take the standardized test. So this institution has the power to allow you to take this test. And, this, that's, and that's one of the reasons why the institutions like universities can charge you a lot of money to go through their program to give you the blessings to take the license exam. Because once well, again, they're in control. Yes. <laughs> we're well, we're going to have to take up with this portion, hold that thought, on the other side of a commercial break. Uh, JT and I will return to discuss you know, what are our options here and how can we as individuals help the situation. You stay right there. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show. We're coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com, or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxone Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, always remember Exxon Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Join Patty Conklin and Healing Within Radio each week. More than entertainment, Healing Within offers texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. 
We love it and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year can now read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. Children in Ukraine have been wounded and are traumatized by the violence. UNICEF is on the ground providing health, hygiene and critical emergency supplies. Please go to unicef.org to donate now. Thank you. Educational, useful tools for everyday life. Listen for help overcoming fear, anxiety and depression. Patty knows about eliminating cancer, MS, dementia, Parkinson's and a host of illnesses that we face every day. Life can be good. Life is good. All you need are simple tools to start changing your life. Start right now by visiting pattyconklin.com, P-A-T-T-I-C-O-N-K-L-I-N. No matter where you are in the world, you can work with Patty through Skype, phone, or in person, visiting one of her retreats in Georgia. Visit pattyconklin.com today or call our offices at 404 474 0086. That's pattyconklin.com or call 404-474-0086. Coming soon to the Exxon Broadcast Network is a different perspective with me, Kevin Randall, as your host. We'll be taking a close look at what is happening in the world of UFOs today with side trips into the paranormal. Guests will range from those who are household names to those who have a different perspective on a variety of topics. No topic will be taboo, but there will be tough questions asked as we all search for the truth about UFOs, the paranormal, and those things that excite us. Sometimes we'll agree with a guest and sometimes we won't, but we'll try to keep the program topical. For those of you who would like to read, be sure to visit www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com and remember to listen to the other fine programs on the X-Zone Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. Welcome back. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show. Did you know our entire leading-edge, information-packed episode collection is available to listen or download with our compliments? Visit our archive at www.missionevolution.org for our ever-growing selection of guests and topics. Our guest this hour is J.T. Maticus. We're speaking about the condition of our environment and medical care. J.T., how can our audience learn more about your projects and health-related ventures? Well, uh, you can find me on Facebook, JT Madicus, M-A-D-I-C-U-S, Instagram as well. Um, I, I've, I've created a film uh, with real medical knowledge in there. It's, uh, it's being post-produced right now, and it's uh, No Second Chances. Uh, uh, you can find me on No Second Chances, no, the number two, N-D, chances.com. Uh, I've written a novel, uh, Final Diagnosis, No Second Chances as well which is the, the film is based off of. And that's um, 
available on Kindle, actually. Uh, so you can go on Kindle and find Final Diagnosis, No Second Chances. Um, I'm also uh, teaching medicine on YouTube, Future Doc House. I've just created a, uh, an update on the coronavirus recently uh, on, on why we really shouldn't be too concerned about the coronavirus, um, in America at least. In, in China, it's a bit of a different story. <laughs> so that's yes, a little wild over there. Um, so I, you mentioned that you used to work for pharmaceutical companies um, and convince doctors to use their medicines. How ethical is a marketing practice at this point? Oh, boy, I'm going to get in trouble. Well, I'm not going to name names, but, yeah, I did. I, I worked for the pharmaceutical industry, and I did sell uh, uh, drugs, um, in a sense, to uh, – to physicians, I told physicians, look, this is a drug, and my job was to educate them on why my drug was better than, say, uh, a, a cheaper agent, <laughs> for example. And so the practice is ethical and yet not ethical. It's, uh, you know, we, we justify what we do because we are educating the doctors on the newest, latest, brightest drug and the efficacy of it. Um, and we leave it to the doctors to make the, the call, the, the judgment call which drug to provide. On the same note, we load up their sample clauses with our medicine to, <laughs> say, uh, enhance that uh, decision-making. Yeah, it seems like, okay, so a doctor leaves med medical school and starts his practice, runs out, or hers, runs out of time to do anything except buy hook, line, and sinker what the, the drug reps are, are telling them. It's, it's like they don't have time to go back to school and research options and all of that stuff. So doesn't that put an awful lot of power into the drug company's hands that may not belong there? Um, yes, uh, yes and no. Um, for, for example, um, I, uh, I left the industry because I was probably <laughs> the more ethical salesperson. I actually told the, 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 <laughs> I actually told the doctor, how how, how effective the, the drug in my bag was, and it was 14% effective. Oh, so my I, goodness. So I, so I said, look, doctor, I'm not going to kid you. I'm not going to kid you. If you have 100 patients, it's going to work on 14 patients. So if you, if you can find these 14 patients that the, the drug's not working, the, the current medicine on the, um, is not working on them, uh, well, give, give my drug a shot. And actually, I got in so much trouble with my boss when I said that to him. But he respected me, and he encouraged me, don't be a sales rep, be a doctor. So I went to medical school instead. <laughs> yeah, you're in the wrong, wrong line of business, right? <laughs> what, what is your take on the eth ethics of direct-to-consumer uh, advertising for pharmaceuticals? They require a prescription like the ones on TV, followed by a rapid-fire list of ways the product can maim or kill you. <laughs> Wow, that I, I get I get this question quite often. Um, it's a it's a it's a double-edged sword, right? Um, for a quick example: uh, Viagra was released, and more men went to see the doctors, and more men found out they did actually have heart issues and heart disease, and actually probably saved their life because of mm. this commercial. They went for a they went for a penis pill. They came back with uh, a life-saving diagnosis. That's one. The second thing is that, yes, um, uh, it's, it's frustrating for a lot of doctors who tell me, yeah, um, <laughs> now that there's these direct-to-consumer advertisements, a lot of patients are asking me, oh, do I have this disease? Do I have that disease? Do I have Crohn's disease? Do I have IBS? Do I have you know, uh, uh, a skin infection, a skin disease? Do I have leprosy? Because of these, 
these advertisements and the doctors are just blown away like wow you know i i can't you spending my time actually helping another patient that actually has a problem and here i am <laughs> trying to tell this patient no you don't have this you're you're fine you're healthy you're, so it's you're, like it's like the advertising is turning us into a bunch of hypochondriacs sometimes it does that's unfortunate but on the same note i wrote a story uh final diagnosis no second chances and one of the patients had um a disease um and this uh, in the story and we actually shot the first part of this novel in, in poland and so one of the um set crew members right uh, actually, um, because of this script, because of this story, this novel, uh, kind of self-diagnosed herself <laughs> with this disease. So, you know, it's it's a double-edged sword. You know, I mean, a lot of people may think that they have this, but it does come sometimes um, drive someone to seek out maybe this possible diagnosis. So, it is it is what it is. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. You know, on another note, I've recently heard from numerous reliable sources that life expectancy is dropping, that we can't expect to live as long as our grandparents did. Um, have you heard that? And if so, what's your take on the cause? Oh, boy. This is, uh, this is a tough topic to talk about. How about this? If you have money, you can live a long time. If you don't have money, well, and you get a, you know, a death sentence of a diagnosis, um, then, then yes, in a sense, uh, life expectancy can be dropping. So, uh, does that explain that without? Yes. Um, but my, my question is, um, is the shortening lifespan related to the deteriorating condition of our environment? I mean, our foods are being, um, messed with, um, okay. we've got heavy metals, we've got all sorts of stuff that our grandparents weren't faced with. Okay. So, um, that's what, that's one of the things I'm trying to solve as well is that um, we have a doctor shortage, we're going to have a water shortage. Mm. We have uh, 7 billion people that need water, and we are surrounded by salt water. Okay, so water is a closed system, though. How's, how do we have a shortage of that? Um, how do we have a shortage? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's because causing our shortage? What's causing our shortage? One, we're using too much of it. Two, we're polluting it. Three, um climate change, whether it's man-made or um, just environmentally, you know, cyclical. Uh, climate change causes certain areas to be in a drought and other areas to be flooded. Um, so in a sense, there is a water shortage at any given time uh, some in, in certain parts of the world. Uh, the point is that how do we get water to those areas that need it or to areas where the water is tainted, is polluted, is causing death and disease? For example, Maybe places do have water, but um, it's it's been so polluted and dangerous to to even drink, and so they drink this water and they end up with uh, a bacteria infection or an amoeba infection, a parasite, uh, and things like that. And and now they're and now the water that they need to survive is also the same water that's killing them. So mm. that's the situation we're in. Now, go on. Mm. No, go ahead. Okay, so the solutions are obviously desalinization plants, which if it's great if you're near an ocean, but it's also energy intensive. So do we burn oil and pollute the earth with more CO2, a greenhouse gas, to get the water that is going to keep us alive? Uh, that's one solution. Another solution is um, what I've kind of created, um, well, one is water purification systems, um, but uh, again, also energy intensive. Um, 
when you when you're dealing with um, say disinfecting the water uh, and and getting it back to a form that's drinkable. Yeah, uh, you know, there's an in- interesting <laughs> topic I want to bring up there. It's like in the states here, we're still mostly chlorinating our water, and yet there is a known carcinogen created by chlorine interfacing with organic matter. So there's a known it doesn't go away after the chlorine evaporates. So we're putting known carcinogens in our water on a regular basis. What? How can we turn that one around? Well, chlorine is still the cheapest way to disinfect back water. To money. <laughs> uh, to purify water, yeah. it's, it comes back to money. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the the way the the other ways. Uh, radiation. So you're talking about UV light. You can use UV light to disinfect water, um, but UV light takes energy unless it's from the sun. Um, obviously, the greatest disinfectant uh, disinfecting uh, uh, is the sun. The sun, <laughs> the sun will burn everything. <laughs> the UV light will burn everything uh, from viruses to bacteria to you know, a lot of things cannot survive under the sun. Uh, you know, we have skin for that reason, uh, and hair and and whatnot, pigmentation, <laughs> in a sense. So that's how powerful the sun is. Um, so we can actually create purification systems that doesn't use chlorine, but uses energy uh, in the form of UV, UV light, UV radiation. Um, and, and that gets expensive. So again, comes back to money. Um, what I'm trying to do is actually pull air from, sorry, pull water from the air. Uh, at, at any given moment, you always have a 5% to you know, even 100% humidity in the air uh, on the earth. There's only very few regions that are so arid that is 0% humidity. Um, so if you have a device that can use and harness the solar energy to create water from the air, well, I think that's uh, that can have a global reach. Um, Absolutely. You know, you don't have- well, I'd like to pick up on that. That's a fascinating topic on the other side of our commercial break, but we do need to take one. JT and I will be back shortly to continue our discussion, so don't leave us now. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show, bringing new solutions to an old world. We're coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. 
They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not-so-secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hides can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit IconQuality.com. Did you expect your business to flourish, but instead it plateaued or didn't get off the ground yet? Would you like to achieve massive goals and discover new sources of income within your business? When you're ready to experience that type of success with fast results, Cindy Hendricks is the business coach for you. Her work with entrepreneurs and business owners has been life-changing. To get you and your business where you want to be, go to imaginemoresuccess.com. Has the fear of public speaking stalled your business or personal life? What would you give to develop and maintain supreme confidence? Have an invaluable private program to always perform at your best. Imagine how you would feel. You can have all that and so much more today with Thomas Hyde's life-changing course called Number One Fear Unleashed. Visit NumberOneFear.com and be liberated from your fear of public speaking. Again, this is Mission Evolution Radio Show, bringing together gifted people of service to the world. I love to hear from our listeners. Your thoughts are very important to me. To suggest a topic or guest that you think would be of interest, email us, info at missionevolution.org. This hour, we're sharing thoughts with J.T. Maticus. His website, no, numeral two, 
www.mdchances.com. We were starting to get into uh, ways of purifying water, and I personally have been uh, very vigilant about making sure I have an RO water purification system in my house. I'll forego other things in order to have clean water. How important do you see that in people that are living in municipalities and this and that? Uh, it's going to be very important in the future. Uh, it's uh, The water that will be coming from the pipes will not be safe to drink. It's already starting to happen, you know, not as much on the media radar as it should be probably. But, uh, yeah, even I have a reverse osmosis unit in, in my house. Uh, the water that comes from the tab has been treated. And when I say treated, obviously with chlorine, with agents to disinfect, to make it pure. Um, but obviously on on the cheap, on, on the municipal level. So we are facing a water crisis, but that's not even the the half of it, um, there's a shortage sometimes. So there's drought seasons and there's times where I'm, I'm a California, you know, I'm from California. We, we go through droughts. Uh, they tell us stop watering our lawns, let it die, (laughs) stop flushing the toilet, things like that. Mm -hmm. And so what if this drought actually lasted not five years, but 10 years, you know, now where are we going to get the water? You know, not only that, we need water to, uh, to grow crops for food, (laughs) So it's we water is so important, and that's why I've created something called Aquadon. Um, I've just sent it for prototyping, and it basically uses very very little energy. Uh, the the energy that you would get from a solar panel to pull water from the air, pull water from the air because at any given moment there is humidity in the air. And right, you know, I was I was. I used to teach wilderness programs, and there's old, old, old things from out of the desert uh, communities that you can actually distill water from the air exactly. uh, without using any energy at all. Exactly. Um, there, there's definitely like survival uh, tactics to do that, um, and and that's for um, say a survival individual um, person's needs. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to create devices that can solve say. Uh, a, a, a bigger community problem. You know? Right, but you're working on those principles that have been around forever, right? Yes. Uh, you know, it's important to know. go back to that. There's things that worked that we just kind of dropped by the wayside. Well, that's that's always my 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 goal. Um, always use existing technology, affordable technology, to solve the problems. Inventing things costs money. Inventing thing, um, uh, for example, actually there is a um, a material. That does this already, and it's it's a thousand it's a it's it's a hundred thousand dollars for for a material for the material to create one liter of water. Wow! How many people have how many people have a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> right. for the material? And so I, I I found that fascinating. But maybe ten years when it's more affordable, that's going to be the great material, the material of the future, to solve solve the problems. Yet we are facing this problem today. So what can we use today? What material can we use today that's affordable and efficient? And so that's that's what I've done with um, Aquadon uh, in this in this project. Well, that's fant- fantastic because I know water is one of our most pressing issues. What other environmental issues are we dealing with that you see as being uh, real pressing? Uh, environmental issues. Well, we can talk about. Uh, uh, I, st- I study medicine, so we can talk about the coronavirus. Let's say, uh, I, I found um, you know the coronavirus uh, looks like has uh, surpassed um, 
its uh, death toll with uh, uh, when, com- when compared to SARS, um, which is um, a bit disturbing. Um, with with the technology and uh, <laughs> the principles that should have been in place in our society, uh, this is uh, this is worrisome. Um, and fortunately, coronaviruses really um, is deadly to the elderly. Uh, they've researched and found that. Um, Patients that have a comorbidity, another disease, uh, over uh, 50 years old, uh, tend to be more susceptible to this pneumonia um, that that this virus causes. Now, you know, God forbid, um, a mutation of this virus happens and it becomes um, even extra deadly. And that's that's the problem with the flu. The flu. The reason why we still haven't cured the flu is because the flu virus keeps mutating. And so every year we're going to lose 10,000 to 20,000 people uh, worldwide a year to this uh, this virus that's been that's been in existence for years, forever. In, in a well, sense. Well, I've got I've got a curiosity um, because the flu virus um, mutates so quickly. How effective are flu shots, or are they part of the problem? Mm. I always get this question. <laughs> I religiously get the flu shot every single every single year because the answer is um, we take we take the last year's most virulent strain. Uh, both there's two flu viruses um, in A and B, right? For example, so we take the most virulent A and the virulent B. We put it into uh, a vaccine, and then we take the newest, uh, usually B, flu virus. That just um, that the new mut- mutated version of it um, into the vaccine, and that's what's delivered. That's why the the flu vaccine isn't created until about October or November, when they finally have harvested a new strain and uh, created a vaccine out of it. Oh, that does that make sense? sense? This yeah. does. What about the carriers? Um, I've heard a lot lately that the the what they use to carry the the in the vaccine, the, you know, to carry the the um, anti viral things, well, um, yeah. that the carriers and the vaccine can be damaging. Um, is that changing or? Is no, that it's, in- it's, 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 it's safe unless you're allergic to eggs, you know, because most of vaccines are created from egg, egg material. What know, about so. peanuts? Peanuts, I don't think peanuts are in, in that vaccine. I, I, I could be mistaken, but I, at one time I thought they did that and it created a bunch of peanut allergy, but I'm not exactly an expert on that. So. I, 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 we, I, from, from my studies, we, we always talk about egg. We never talk about peanuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. okay. You know, we can't expect to go back to the old indigenous sustainable ways. There's simply too many of us. What, what, where do you see the new options for sustainability coming from? I love what uh-huh. you said about water and the things that you're bringing there. Baby steps. Be be better stewards to you to to Mother Earth. You know, take care of Mother Earth. If things uh, if things are not going the right way, um, you know, don't buy into it. Uh, for example, I think we are gonna get a handle on the plastic situation just because it's it's become a crisis. You know, and uh, but the point is that unfortunately we you know we we foolishly wait for the crisis to happen before we take action. But in the meantime, just um, you know, take action individually. Um, have your own little garden. Uh, be conscious about how much water you use, how much water you waste. You know, turn off the lights. Baby steps. You know, take care of take care of the earth. How about being visionaries? How about looking at the patterns that are developing and intervene before they become a crisis? Ah, that's that's where lobbyists comes into play. I mean, uh, 
Ah, powerful corporations kind of run the world at the moment, uh, and it's um, you know maybe I'm maybe I'm jaded, but um, but if we don't buy into these corporations, these these lies, that's that's one way to to go about it in, in a sense, that, you know, in my opinion. So if we understand that you know right now the systems are run on money money's the basis behind everything mm-hmm. not the well-being of the individuals <laughs> yeah <laughs> can we choose not to participate we should we should choose not to participate um but that then again it comes back to money if if you are of the elite class uh the wealthy class you you can choose not to um you know do certain things because um you have the wealth and the means to do it. Uh, for for example, um, a, a Tesla car. You can buy a Tesla car, but it's it's uh, it's forty fifty thousand uh, dollars. But how many people can afford a forty fifty thousand dollar car? You know, they, they buy a used car and that burns petrol. Well, we have about one minute left. JD, what is your vision for the future? My vision for the future. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, apocalyptic? No, that's a bad joke. Um, <laughs> uh, my vision for the future is that um, we we always wait to the last minute. We always wait to the ninth hour to decide. Well, maybe this is the wrong direction we're going to go, and we have to make changes. Um, so we we are um, we are we will fight for our survival. We will fight to to stay alive, um, and and unfortunately, hopefully, it won't be too late. Um, that's my vision of the future. Uh, my job is to raise my children properly, at one step at a time, do baby steps, um, take care of the earth, uh, and be respectful um, to the earth and to to each other. That's that's beautifully stated because raising our children properly, <laughs> bringing mm-hmm. them up with the vision to see through this stuff and to make different choices. Yeah. I think I think that's one of the most important things, don't you? Well, we take an oath uh, in medical school: do no harm. We mm. Do no harm. That's the that's the that's the goal. That's a that's a good way to go. Um, JT, thank you so much for coming on the show. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Thank you for, for having me. It's been my pleasure. Our guest this hour has been JT Maticus. JT is an American entrepreneur, educator, author, and producer who advocates for modern solutions to the problems facing our world in the fields of healthcare, education, and sustainability. His website, nosecondchances.com. That's no, numeral two in D, chances.com. Remember, our entire information pack, past episode collection, is available for listener download free of charge. Visit our archives at www.missionevolution.org for our ever-growing selection of guests and topics. This has been Mission Evolution Radio Show with Gwilda Wiecka on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Join us next time as the mission continues, bringing information, resources, and support to our evolving world. <laughs>